gospel lesson found in John chapter 13, verses 31 through 35. I will be sharing it with you from the New International Version. When he was gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now. Where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus gathered with his disciples to celebrate Seder and the Passover. They gathered in the upper room by a busy street over animals. We have gathered tonight to recall and to reconnect and to recommit ourselves to that which Christ has given to us. At the conclusion of the Seder and the beginning of the Last Supper with his disciples, as they sat, as they had done for so many evenings, for they would gather at the close of every day around an evening meal. It was a time for the disciples to ask questions or clarification of what Jesus had said or done during the day. It was kind of like a dumping of the day. And Jesus would answer those questions. And so it was the same this evening when they gathered over 2,000 years ago. And after they had finished the Seder, then just before celebrating the Last Supper with his disciples, Jesus broke that silence with these words. Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. They began to say to him, Surely not I, Lord. Jesus further identified the one who was to betray him, Judas. And after Judas had left to do his evil deed, Jesus and the other 11 disciples were still at the table. Jesus was telling them, how he wanted them to carry on, how he wanted them to live after he was gone. And all of this took place 
less than 24 hours before Jesus was to be crucified. He knew within a few hours that he would be betrayed, betrayed, betrayed by one of those who followed him. He would be arrested. He would be given a mock trial. And he would be crucified. He knew this as he shared with his disciples. Yet, Jesus was focused not on himself and what was coming his way, but on others. So in John chapter 13, verses 34 and 5, Jesus gave his disciples this this, uh, declaration. His disciples then and his disciples now. He gave them this new commandment. This new commandment that Jesus is giving to his disciples then and that he gives to his disciples now was not a report from some committee. It was not coming from some governing body or the majority. Jesus and Jesus alone gave this commandment. Jesus said, I, that person of pronoun, I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this and this primarily, will they know that you are my disciples. If, that's the condition, if you love one another. This, my brothers and sisters, neither replaced or amended the love commandment, love your neighbor. Uh, did not replace that commandment. It did not amend that commandment. This is a new commandment that Jesus is giving here. This commune, command, uh, new commandment was first given by Jesus to his disciples in the upper room. This new commandment was not given to every person, religious or non-religious. It was given to his disciples then and now. We often confuse church membership with discipleship. Church membership and discipleship are not the same. Church membership and discipleship are not interchangeable. Oh, a lot of us hold membership. But are we disciples of Jesus Christ? Are we disciplined? Are we learners? Oh, no, no. We're just members of the church. Jesus gave this new commandment to his disciples. He gave it to them, and he said to them, just after he had declared who was going to betray him. And when he had done this, as I said, it was less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. He was going to be betrayed, arrested, and tried 
and crucified. And so he gathered his disciples together. We use one word for love. Jesus said you must love one another. He's not talking to the masses. He's not talking to the world. He's talking to his disciples, those who had broken away from their profession, those who had left their occupation, those who had come to follow Jesus, who had surrendered their lives to him, not by lip service, but by living. And Jesus is saying to them, love. One of the problems that we have in America and with the English language is that Love is only one word in the English language. We love our wife, we love our husband, we love our children, we love our car, our cats, our dogs. We, same word <laughs> that we use. And that's why it has lost its meaning. Where English only has one word for love, the Greek had six words for love. We are familiar with about three or four of those words. Eros. Fraud, Sigma fraud, you know, developed that. Had to do with that because of. I love you because you look like I want you to look. Amen. Oh, I bring my amens with me. <laughs> I'm like the astronauts. I carry my environment with me. <laughs> Eros, that love because of. You know what I mean? We get married because she looks good. Got the Coca-Cola ball shape. <laughs> a few years later, it becomes a cotton sack. <laughs> because of Philia love, Phila, Philadelphia, brotherly love. We know about that one. But the love that Jesus is talking about, and what John writes in his gospel, of John, uh, in his gospel, is agape. That love in spite of. I love her even though she has lost the shape. I love him even though he has no hair. I love him. I'm so glad Miss Leary did not marry me because I had an afro. I'd be in bad shape right now. Amen. Jesus demonstrated the love is to be love in action. Jesus said, love one another. In the same way, I have loved you. You must love one another. Jesus then gave a demonstration of his love. He gave a demonstration. He girded himself with a tower. He took off his outer garments, girded himself with a tower around his waist. Within 24 hours, that waist is going to be pierced with a sword and blood and water will flow from it. He used his hands to pour water into a basin. Those hands that are going to be nailed to a cross in less than 24 hours. He got off his feet and nailed down before the disciples. The feet, the heels was going to be nailed to the cross. And he washed and dries their feet. And he turned to them and said, do what I have done. Be a servant to others. Jesus gave his disciples then and now a command to love one another. 
Brothers and sisters, a command is not a suggestion. A command is not a request. A command is an order. I remember. I was 20 years old when I went into the Air Force. 20 years that I had never put a razor on my face. And it came time for that first dress rehearsal when your shoes had to be polished and your clothes had to be pressed properly and your hair had to be cut off and you stand in attention while the sergeant walks past and inspect you. And when he came to me, he looked at my feet and he looked at my dress and he worked his way up to my face and he looked on one side and looked on the other side. I said, I must, I must be in trouble here now. And he said to me, Ammon, have you shaved this morning? I dropped my voice and said, I don't shave. <laughs> he said, you will this morning. <laughs> get out of line and go and get a shave and come back. I didn't have a razor in my, I had to borrow my roommate razor to shave my face for the first time in 20 years. Why did I shave? I shaved because the drill sergeant commanded me to do so. Jesus commanded his disciples to love one another. Jesus commanded his disciples to love as he had loved. You see, we want to claim Jesus as our Lord without loving one another. If we want to know how closely we are as followers of Jesus Christ, look at your love life. How does Jesus' disciples love one another? They are to love one another the same way that he loved. The love Jesus is commanding of his disciples is not about feeling good. Amen. If you had to go according to your feelings, you wouldn't be here this evening. It's not about feeling, it's what we call love. Jesus said that you must love in spite of. Amen. My wife and I have been married for 56 years. And I tell you, sometimes I don't want to get up and get out. And I just said to her, honey, I love you. And then come back another hour, I'll still, I love you, honey. And honey said, if you love me, you better get out of that bed and go to work. See, love requires action. Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, yes, Lord, I love you. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Love that Jesus is talking about is an action love. It's amazing how we can come to church week after week and don't bit more know one another. We kind of like a, not a congregation, but an aggregation. We just come in together, smiling in each other's face, and shaking each other's hand. I better go ahead on and leave this alone. <laughs> Jesus challenged his disciples then and now to love one another. No, he didn't. He was not talking to the world. You see, love thy neighbor, that has to do with the general. We still got to love our neighbors. But there come a time that we got to love one another. If we are what? Disciples of Jesus Christ. Now, if you're just a church member, this is not for you. Amen. Just waste your time. Jesus closed this passage with these words. 
love one another in the same way I love you. You love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples. When they see the love you have for each other, it will then begin to draw others to that love. You see, Jesus will either draw you or he'll drive you. Jesus will either make you comfortable if you're uncomfortable, and he will disturb you if you are comfortable. Jesus is about love. Are you a disciple of Jesus? Don't raise your hand. If you are a disciple of Jesus, then you've got to love me. Amen. Even the, the love command, which says, love thy neighbor, not lack yourself, but love thy neighbor as I love thyself. And so, my brothers and sisters, Jesus gave this commandment to his disciples over 2,000 years ago. And he's given that this same commandment to his disciples today. We are to love one another as he loved us.